Welcome to the Wheel of Sport, home to the greatest sports stories ever told. My name's Ian McNally, and with me is... Matt Lavery, Matt Lavery! Yes. How's it going, Ian? Oh, yeah, I'm all, I'm all right, Matt. I mean, I'm making a podcast with you. I couldn't be better. Fantastic! <laughs> I want to tell you and our listeners, I'm going to give myself a little plug here. Uh, I'm running a marathon, as you know, because I won't shut up about it <laughs> off air. Um... And yeah, we're, uh, I'm raising money for brain research, so I was hoping you'd put in the notes uh, of the show, the little link, so that if any of our listeners want to sponsor me as I run around raising money for Brain Research Trust, uh, they could do that. Absolutely. And uh, you, Matt, you're running the Melbourne Marathon. I am. Which is... All 42 Ks of it. 42 kilometers over 26 miles. Yes. Uh, it's a distance I've never tried myself, uh, so... Good on you. Thanks, man. I think that's Thanks. what Australians say, don't they? Yeah, good, good on, on you, mate. Yeah, well, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, no, I will definitely, uh, I'll try and uh, get out early in the morning and, and maybe maybe wave to you or, or, or clap. You'll, you'll be gone in a second. You'll be gone in a flash. Help me with the rehydration afterwards. We'll all have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right? I think I can help with that. Good um, We did say on an earlier podcast about people who who do long distance running often lack personality. But Matt, you're all right in my book. Do you know what? That rings in my ear every time I tie (laughs) me running his shoelaces. I think Ian reckons you're boring. Thank you. So kind. Well, we've had the wheel spinning and the topic for this episode is... Lost the plot. Lost the plot. This, we, like, when, obviously, long-time listeners will know, I recorded with our good friend Justin um, the first 10 episodes or so of the Wheel of Sport. Justin went, he went and got an important job or something. And it, why? <laughs> yeah, why? This is important. It? There's no money in the podcasting game. Why think of your career? Exactly. <laughs> so... So we actually, it was the first ever episode of the Wheel of Sports. I was going to say, is that the last the time this came up? Yeah. It's been lost on the yeah. wheel. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what are look, the odds? Probability plays a big part in a wheel. So it was actually, we covered the Jean van der Velde at the British Open uh, in 1999, where he truly did lose the plot. Yeah. Uh, this episode, I'm going to do this one, Matt, because I did the Jean van der Velde uh, episode and I've been waiting for all of those years for it to appear on the the wheel wheel again. For the wheel to present it. Okay, go ahead. It's yours then. Here's my moment in the sun. So um, um, I'm going to take you back to the 1992 Barcelona Olympics. This was my first Olympic memory was Barcelona. Really? You remember the song? Do you remember it very well? If I'm honest, I probably don't. And I don't really know why. I don't really have an excuse because I would have been seven years old. Probably old enough to remember. Yeah, well, that's no good. Uh, Tell me about I mean, it. Just pretend for the podcast, Matt. Tell me <laughs> about it now. Pretend you remember. <laughs> <laughs> I pretended I remembered the Oxford-Cambridge boat race from 1877. Good Now, um, Barcelona Olympics, it was, it was a great Olympics because the sun was shining. Barcelona just looks spectacular as a city. Oh, it's beautiful. Amazing venue for the, you know, one of those European great cities with a beach yes i mean it's got a massive beach and it's got a bit of everything barcelona it's yeah. like one of those fantasy cities a bit like melbourne where you're kind of like 
What don't you have? You've yeah. got a bit of it, a bit of all. And fantasy is the right word, particularly all the Gaudi uh, artwork yes. around the city uh-huh. and all this kind of, you know, cathedrals that look like a melting candle. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's got it's got lots of things. Even po- pickpockets, it's got loads of them. It does so, have pickpockets. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this story, I want to focus on an athlete called Derek Redmond. Derek you know, Redmond. Derek Redmond was a 400-meter runner. He's mm-hmm. British. Uh, he's born, actually, in... He's from Bletchley. Where in, they crack the codes. Where, yeah, where they crack the Enigma code, where they got uh, all of the people who do crosswords and word searches and, and all of the... Sudoku, Sudoku wasn't invented. <laughs> if it was, they wouldn't have played it because it was Japanese. But yeah. in the Second World War, <laughs> they, they got a crack team together. And uh, Alan, Alan Turing was the guy yes. who helped break the enigma code which estimate take like up to four years off the world war well derek redmond was from bletchley and had nothing to do with that but he was good at running right <laughs> <laughs> tenuous links he ne- he'd never seen a crossword in his life but boy he could run so <laughs> he's he's running to a very good standard sadly as well he qualified for the olympics in seoul in 88 and he was ruled out by an Achilles injury. And so he's really had bad luck at major tournaments. He's managed to uh, win gold at World Championship and, okay. and rate in the medals in other smaller tournaments as well. Um, so he's he's got calibre. He's just... Yeah, he's, he's just been unfor- unlucky. It's one of those things that athletes... Uh, it's really punishing the schedule. Like the Olympics only comes around every four years, so oh, you yeah. have to be at your prime at a very particular <laughs> week week in your life when you could have been, you know, a, a great athlete for all the rest of the time. But if you're not on right then, yeah, you just mad, lose. You just lose your place in history. So, and he was one of those who had just the stars hadn't aligned. But here in Barcelona, it's all coming together for him. He runs in the first qualifying round and he actually, he wins the second qualifying round. He wins again at a canter and runs the quickest time of all the athletes in the qualifying rounds. Oh, wow. Okay. He also runs a personal best. So he's and you looking watch good. It, he's coasting. Like you watch him finish and he's he's got down to a walk. He's really in good shape that's great he gets down to the semi-finals he was saying himself that he felt in you know the some of the best shape of his life he felt really really good there was the, you know the moment you know the before every race where they do the awkward camera thing yeah they pan across yeah for the runners just yeah. so that the crowd and the audience at home know what each of them look like because uh-huh. when they start running it's all a blur anyway yeah <laughs> so, yeah so you can see in that uh, footage he's really focused he's not looking at the camera he's trying to zone it out he settles into the blocks and the race is on he's out of those blocks he said he the best start that he'd done he runs to, through the first bend and he's like he could not believe how quick he's running here he feels in such great shape and he's absolutely powering through that first bend and into the next straight he is looking in great shape to finish in the fi- for the finals and also to medal once he gets there. Derek Redmond, he's going to be big news. But about 250 meters into the race, one of these horrible things happen. 
which you just see Derek Redmond pull up in absolute agony. Down the back straight, he's the fractional leader. Bardo of Nigeria has gone very quickly and Redmond has broken down. He's on the track, kneeling down, and Derek Redmond, on his injury problem, the jinx has struck again. When you watch this footage back, Matt, which I'll put a link to in the show notes, when you watch it back, it's almost like his hamstring jumps out of his leg. It's almost oh. like you can physically see it. Ian, that's horrible. He said he felt like he'd been shot, and anyone who's ever pulled a muscle, or you can absolutely empathise with that, or a, like it's like a hot Does it knife snap? going Is in. That... He snapped his hamstring. His hamstring. Ugh. You can see him jump, and this is a problem that he had back in '86 in the Commonwealth Games at Edinburgh, and this is haunting him. The rest of the field continue on. Derek Redmond, after a few steps, he's on his hands and knees. He is out of this race. So when you say steps, like hop, like hop steps, so he's sprinting, hamstring goes, and then, and, and then, and then he sort of hops and falls over. He kind of goes down in installments. Yeah, he's like kind of lowering himself to the ground and it's a horrible sight well, probably because even though he's in pain he's still hoping maybe it's not that bad because well, uh, you're psychologically must be so focused on that finish line must be hard to accept the injury right even if well this is the really pain. strange thing matt this is the lost the plot bit because in that moment Derek Redmond, despite feeling the agonizing pain of like a hot knife going in the back of your leg he thinks i'm still in this he thinks i can still qualify if i get up and start to run what how is he thinking that because he's lost the plot matt <laughs> in this extreme the thing about it, you spend it, all of your life dedicated is he doing a bradbury <laughs> is that what he's hoping for well, I but i suppose why not he is he is still in it technically i suppose is he i mean well no, because oh. the other runners, they finished. Ah, right. So no. And Redmond, he looks up and he, he when he first goes down, he the runners are maybe 100 meters ahead of him. And then he thinks, if I get up and start running now, then I'll... He has to remember, it's qualified for the final. He has to overtake four of the field of eight at this stage. I mean, even if they start walking, it's unlikely. So... Yeah, it's it's a real like brain snap, but it gives you an insight into his mindset and perhaps the mindset of an elite athlete who is really dedicated their life to this moment and isn't able to accept it. Bear in mind in the four years running up to this, he's had eight, eight operations and he's been plagued by injury. Accepting the injury again is gonna come to you at a moment when you feel at the peak of your career. At the Olympics, it's it just so so hard to take. Added to this, Matt, a very strange thing happens. Talking of losing the plot, Derek Redmond is on his hands and knees. He picks himself up and he starts to kind of hop. He's an athlete who's got immense spring in his step, but he's really using one leg, his, his good leg now and carrying the other leg along and his body along, trying to finish the race. And he's hopping his way to complete. May not be the wisest thing to do because uh, he could be in the relay later on. I just wonder what's happened, whether the Achilles has gone again or whether he's uh, pulled a muscle. You can see in his facial expressions that he's quite distressed. 
But you can also see that he's determined to finish the race. But he's had medics come over to him, rush out, you know, over officious medical staff and, and race officials come over to him to see if he's okay. And he's pushed them away and he's up and he's pushing along like a, a <laughs> like a kangaroo from a neocarmis. He is pushing along with this natural spring in his step. And it's quite inspiring this moment. And then you're watching the race officials in the back, inevitably in their green blazers with walkie-talkies in hand. And there's a there's someone in the crowd who's jumped on to the racetrack. Now, as you know, it, this is a, a security breach. Yeah. It needs to be snuffed out and dealt with. It's a man, in a, a middle-aged man, who's jumped over the fence, and he's running towards Derek Redmond. Now, one of the officials stops him and, you know, obviously does his job, except... This man just seems to say a couple of words to him, and he just lets him go. Just let let him continue running towards Redmond. Yeah, let him continue running to Derek Redmond. But why? Which seems really odd. Like, even I can't think of an answer to a question that why are you on the racetrack when you're not an athlete? Yeah, <laughs> that would suffice to was allow he a family him. member. Is that? It was his dad. Well, that that explains it. Jim then. Redmond. That explains it. But it does it? Yeah. <laughs> Should he have been allowed to just continue? Well, because, it, you know, his, his son's now determined with a snapped hamstring hopping towards the finish line and his dad's going on to, to cheer him on and support him. I think he should have been wrestled to the floor. You have no respect for authority, Lavery. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the man was wearing a green blazer and had a walkie-talkie. You've got to have deference to these uh, officials. Now, <laughs> <laughs> for a second, I thought you were serious. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jim Redmond, his dad, goes over and puts his arm around Derek Redmond. And you know, he's obviously decided he just wants to finish. His dad's trying to run onto the track to stop him. He's going to tell him, Derek, don't. And there's going to be an argument between father and son. I've just got to finish in my first Olympic appearance. He just can't hold it. Now, it's clear in a split second that Derek Redmond really doesn't he, I think he was probably about to wave away this other officious person but Jim Redmond says to his son he says Derek you don't need to do this which is heartbreaking isn't it you don't need to do this like you don't have to finish you've tried all your life to get here but you you don't have to do this to yourself he's almost maybe seen it as it maybe it's a humiliation or but his Redmond said dad I want to finish. Get me back in the semi-final. Which is even more heartbreaking, isn't it? Because this is a man who's lost the plot. He's he's lost perspective of what's happening to him and what's happened. The race is over. It's done. He's out. His Olympic dreams are over. But him and his dad, arm in arm, help the last maybe 100, 150 metres they're going to cross the finish line and they're going to do it together. And as they're walking and hobbling and hopping, the emotion of Derek Redmond's on his face is extraordinary. He's wailing. He's open-mouthed. He's so overcome with emotion. And his dad is just guiding him calmly all the way 
to the finish line. <laughs> now, talking of officious people, <laughs> on this way, there's still people in green blazers trying to get them off the track. <laughs> trying to say, you can, no, race is over, mate. We're starting the next one. <laughs> That's <laughs> trying, so trying frustrating, <laughs> isn't it? This is an incredible <laughs> Olympic moment. Just something so beautiful between a father and son. You know, he's giving them all the support and love, telling them, you don't have to do this, but if you want to, I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> get off the course. <laughs> the race is over. <laughs> God. Come on, have a heart, man. Have a heart. <laughs> so it's, it's just a very emotional moment. And the crowd respond to this because there's 65,000 people in the stadium. Of course they do. The race is finished. Doesn't matter. What do the cameras focus on? Redmond's face. Redmond and his dad. Yeah. And the crowd realise what's going on. They get to their feet and give a stand ovation. He's getting the cheer of the games. He's won nothing but admiration. And, of course, sympathy. Now, Derek Redmond says he has no recollection of this. I think when you watch the, the footage back, you can see that his dad knows. The camera's right there in front of them, and his dad is kind of looking out in the middle distance and seeing. He knows this is a special moment. Derek Redmond doesn't know it's happening because he's so overcome with emotion. Yeah, yeah, his it, brain's it, scrambled. And he's also dealing with a very painful injury as well, which yeah, yeah. is going to be sending off uh, different... Um, hormones in his in his body now one of the sad things about this story is that in the Seoul olympics four years earlier because of his achilles in, in injury derek redmond recorded a dns did not start right because he was scratched from the race before he even got a chance uh -huh. and that broke his heart here he's got his hamstring and He's just said, I didn't want on my record a DNF did not finish. I didn't want that on my record. Yeah, which is why he's dragging himself around. But his father's helped him. Well, a few things have happened, man. This, uh, this is why he's lost the plot. Because he has collapsed. He's already been intervened. Uh, medical people have already uh, handled him. His father's now handling his it. father, but also he's left his lane. Probably he's left his lane numerous times. He's all over. The, he's actually not taking the quickest route. I mean, Google Maps would be ashamed. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't taken the most direct route despite his injury. He's all over the place. He's cross lanes, and inevitably, on the big screen, Derek Redmond DNF, heartbreaking. But there's been a bit of a. A rewriting of history on this one, I feel. Like this, which doesn't really sit easily with me because... Because <clears throat> you've got a green blazer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I've won the US Masters. <laughs> I've got a green blazer at home. No, it's because this event has been used time and again in commercial ventures as an example of all different manner of things. So a couple of factors play into this. There's the determination and perseverance of an athlete to yeah. want to finish. I mean, that's a great moral. It's the emotion that really brings a tear to the eye. But there's a couple of stars that align as well. This ad was used for, um, for Visa. 
I don't know why, <laughs> you know, the flexible friend is not your hamstring in this incident. And you've got Nike who use the ad as well, use this moment. And actually, when you look back at the footage, if you watch it carefully, you can see his dad is wearing a Nike hat. Just do it. And he's also wearing a Nike t-shirt, a massive writing on, which is a Nike advert as well. So the the stars align for this to be used commercially. Yeah. And also, it's one of those annoying things. Like there was a time when Fatboy Slim hadn't long been out and like you'd go to any business presentation or PowerPoint, which was really boring, but they think they'd jazz it up by playing right here, right now over it. So, so like you'd have this trend and it almost feel like this Derek Redmond moment has been a bit overplayed, has been, you know, like a, a bad song has been played and played again. That it's losing its traction. It's losing its uh, emotion. In fact, the Guardian correspondent, um, athletics correspondent at the time, wrote the day after. It was a display of histrionics, which the crowd saw as courage, but must have bewildered many. And I think that is probably more an accurate reflection of the mood of the day rather than as in retrospect we see it as a great Olympic moment. Like it's been used in the International uh, Olympic Committee. They've used it in a promotional video which with the words force is measured in kilograms, speed is measured in seconds, courage, you can't me measure courage. But force <laughs> isn't measured in kilograms, Matt. Newton's measures force. Speed isn't measured in seconds. You need speed over distance equals time. That's So that's meters and seconds. And courage... Yeah, you can't me me measure that because it's an emotion, and we know that. But, but is I your just problem think it's with, I'm sorry, is your problem with this just that it's been commercially successful? Well, I'm, I just think it's been misused. Like, I've got no problem with Derek Redmond and his dad. I think it's very admirable. But I just think it, all of this extra stuff muddies the water in what was a, a pure moment. Oh, and then it's been cynic, you. And then it's been pushed out as part of Father's Day celebrations and things. I'm like, come on. No, man, what's I just don't... <laughs> you're such a miserable... <laughs> what's wrong with it? I just don't understand your, your, your objection. Well, Derek Redmond, he went on to play um, professional basketball for the Birmingham Bullets right. and represent England playing basketball as well. And his sister, who was watching at home uh, in Northampton, she was watching the event on TV, she was 28 years old. She was actually uh, nine months pregnant and went into labor. <laughs> so, so emotional. She went into labor. Derek Redman is now a motivational speaker as well. And he, he's kind of, it was clear that for a couple of years after this event, it was really raw and sore with him. He was actually told that he'd never run competitively again after this hamstring yeah. injury, which is, you know, really sad so he actually met his future wife sharon davis a british olympic swimmer uh who he went on to marry and uh he did actually uh cheat on her quite a lot apparently and they did divorce in 2000 but for the for that period it's quite nice it's nice um, they met in 92 yeah and maybe if it wasn't for that injury things wouldn't have worked out as they did uh, and also, you know, his career now as a motivational speaker, a basketball player. Um, but one really, and I'll probably, I'll finish on this, Matt. One really nice thing is that his dad, Jim, as he wasn't forgotten. 
in 2012, when London hosted the Olympics, Jim Redmond got to carry the Olympic torch. Great. So he was one of the torch bearers, which I think is, you know, a really nice honor for him, as is part, a small part, albeit a significant part, in Olympic history. So I think I have very mixed feelings about this. I you don't. don't. No, <laughs> I just don't understand what you're on about. You've told this story. It's amazing. It, it's really sad, but it's, you know, it just shows the amazing uh, focus and determination. and cur- You know, you could call it courage, but maybe just, I would say focus, because his, his brain's probably scrambled and he's just, you know, can only see one thing, which is the finish line. He doesn't want the DNF, gets it anyway. He's in tears. His, his father comes to care for him. What's the problem? I think probably the difference between your perspective and my perspective on this probably was the same. But then when I research and watch a load of videos about this... So you've just been overexposed. I've just been overexposed. And also the nature of those, like the twee nature, sickly nature of those videos has really twisted my mind. Maybe I've lost the plot. Yeah, I think you have. (laughs) I think you've lost perspective. You've you've got problems with capitalism and (laughs) commercialism. goes way beyond uh, the Redmond family. I'm I'm going to leave this podcast studio, send a link to this event to my dad, and pray for a, 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 uh, a teary face emoji. <laughs> That'd be nice. He'll carry you home. <laughs> so that was it, Matt. Lost the plot. Derek Redmond, something that is now in Olympic folklore and Visa card adverts. Yes. Okay, great. Well, maybe you could put a link to all of those products uh, at the end of the, at the, in the show notes. If Visa wants to sponsor us or Nike, uh, fine. We'll take it. We won't take any money off... Uh, uh, any gambling companies. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, Ian. Uh, and thanks to our listeners from around the world, uh, from Tanzania to Norway, Australia to Japan. Uh, it's such in- so encouraging to have such global support. Um, please do review us on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, share the link and remember to tell all your friends about your favourite episodes. Uh, please also get in touch with the show at The Wheel of Sport on Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us uh, with any suggestions for new future episodes at thewheelofsport at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Ian. That was great. Wonderful. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) All the best. We've seen Derek Redmond come back so often. But now in the greatest arena in sport. Surely the worst moment of a career already done by injury.